nor all right recording is in progress sorry guys but we are we ha i had some technical difficulties on my end and we are going to go ahead though and get started um this is fullerton professional organizing's podcast and we have samantha brown and i'm going to go ahead and let her tell us a little bit about her the name of her business and how she got started uh, kind of a little testimony about how she got started. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so my name is Samantha Brown. I am a professional organizer in Knoxville, Tennessee. And then I also have a podcast called Pro Organizers Coach, where I coach other women to start and scale their professional organizing businesses. Um, and I wanted to share a little bit about how I became a professional organizer because I, also, I always think it's important to have someone's backstory. So you, you know, know why you should, you should even care about what they're saying. Um, so I actually learned about organizing after being a caregiver, working with autistic kids for over a decade. I've always been a caregiver at heart. Um, and through my journey of, you know, learning about myself and, and learning who I am and, and having God teach me and help me build my character and all those good things. Mm -hmm. Um, God and I, I had this spot that I would spend time with him and, um, you know, every time we'd go up there, I'd be like, all right, God, is it time for me to leave? Like I'm ready to start a business. I always had this entrepreneurial thing in me. Um, and I, of course I tried all of the Mary Kay type things and they never worked, but I knew I was meant for more. Um, and so, you know, I never felt like God was actually releasing me to do those things. And whenever, um, you know, so I, I worked, uh, kept working with the autistic kids, kept working with them. And then finally, one day I was up there and the Holy spirit was like, all right, you can jump. And then I was like, wait, hold on. What do you hold mean on. I can jump? Like, hold, hold, hold the, the, the phone. Um, What, you know, like, where am I jumping to? Because at this point I had no, I still didn't know professional organizing was a thing. And before God started working on me, I was a hot mess. Like I was someone that like my family would joke about, you know, being late to my own funeral one day and I was the one that they'd be like, oh, make sure to tell Samantha like an hour beforehand. So she actually shows up on time. And I mean, I was a hot mess. And then once I got saved and God worked on me and, you know, I committed to the process of and and my desire to grow um, is when everything started happening. And and for years, I felt like God was telling me, like, we're building your root system and we're building it very deep and sturdy. So once you actually go up, it can grow big and strong. And at the time, that was so not what I wanted to hear because I was ready to do the thing, like whatever the thing yeah. was. Um, but, you know, after a while, I started realizing the importance of what what he's doing on the inside of us and making sure that we are ready when it's time to actually do those things that he's called us to. Um, and so, yeah. So once he told me to jump, I still didn't know what I was doing, but I was trusting in the process of, of taking the next step. And I kept taking my steps and ended up learning professional organizing was a thing. I had to do it for myself first because my home was a hot mess. Um, so I, 
I decluttered my own home. I felt the weight that it took off of me. And then I realized I really want to help other other people do this in their homes. And so, yeah, that I became a professional organizer, loved it, mm-hmm. um, work with clients still to this day. But then I saw in the industry where if you've seen any of these, like, you know, Chloe Kardashian pantries or some <laughs> of the the shows that, that people know. consider professional organizing, there, yeah, there was a disconnect between what they were doing and what I'm doing. And at first I thought it, it meant I was doing something wrong, but what right. I realized, mm-hmm. what I realized over time was, no, we can each do it a different way, but Absolutely. I meant, I meant more to help people not just in their space like make it beautiful and then it goes right back to the way it was but I want to actually help them grow and help them sustain this thing and and get the weight and the stress off of them Um, and so I was just called to a different thing and so now I'm trying to get the word out about the fact that when you organize it's more of the decluttering process than anything in what I've learned and in the way that I teach my women to start their businesses to help their people. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. Yes, because that that is it. Because what they show on TV is only a part of it. Yes, it would be great to always be able to work with rainbow colors and beautiful bins and baskets and all the beautiful aesthetics. We love that as well, but we don't always get to that with clients. Sometimes, a lot of times we do, but sometimes we don't. They just need to function. Yes. Um, and so, yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm. That's how I... I operate as well. That's great. Okay. Well, okay. Um, In your time as an organizer, what are some tips that you have come up with that I know we don't organize exactly the same with every single person, but are there some tips that do resonate with everyone? Like Um, you said, the decluttering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. The decluttering piece. Um, I think also it's, it's your, your mindset and setting your expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if from the get go, you don't have some sort of not, not even necessarily a plan because sometimes the plan can change midway through. Um, but if, if your mindset, you've got to be committed and you've got to at least know you know, a little bit of what the goal is for the day, right? Because if you just jump in and you're like, okay, well, I'll just figure it out. Okay. But when do you know you've gotten to that point of where you're like, okay, good job. I did this or whatever that might be. So I think it's always about setting the intention and looking at that day's work or whatever, you know, that room, that space, whatever that thing is and deciding like, what is it I want to get out of this today? Like, what are my goals are huge, Um, and I think another piece that with a lot of my clients that, that they don't realize, and that is huge is the word release. Like every time I say the word release, um, they're like, oh, I love that because, you know, I think people have this, this thought and this idea of the more stuff we have, the better off we will be. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is, is yes, to a certain point, that's true. But then you have so much stuff, it starts becoming a burden. Mm -hmm. 
And once you can get to that place of realizing it is okay to release things, it is okay. It's actually healthy to release things. It will make me feel better. It will take a weight off of my shoulders. And if I end up needing this thing again, okay, God will provide, I will be able to handle it. But if I hold on to everything always, I'm going to stay so stressed out. I'm not going to be able to live the life that I am called to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's a, the first tip would be a mind shift, right? Realizing what it is that your goal is for the space and knowing when you've reached that goal and, um, yeah, just making sure that, um, we've let go of at least enough stuff to get to that goal. Right. Yeah. And, and that our mindset is the fact that we are willing to release. Right. Because if our mindset's not in a place of I'm willing to release, it doesn't matter how many bins and baskets and things you buy, you still are not going to get to that goal. Right. Because actually having too many bins and baskets can actually add to the problem if we're not don't have a specific plan in place and we know what needs to be organized yes a, a definite absolutely mind, mind <laughs> shift is needed for sure okay now can you share a story of a particular challenging project that you've worked on and how you helped your client to overcome that challenge there are so many yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think of just one um i think yeah so i i do have a client that i worked with for a period of time um and the problem that the client actually had was um she liked to do shopping therapy which a lot oh. of us you know know of of like oh i don't feel good so let me just yes. go shopping and um for her in particular it was like qvc and hsn but I know for a lot of us, it can just be even like Walmart or Marshalls Amazon or Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a huge one. And it's like, you know, you get that um, dopamine hit when, mm -hmm. when you buy something. And so, you know, for her, it was she had been doing it for decades of just like that was her go to when she didn't feel good, when she was stressed, when she was whatever. And through our time of, of working together. I helped her, um, you know, just understand and kind of like, why are you buying these things? Mm -hmm. What is it about this that is helping you feel better? Okay, well, when you go to buy something like, you know, once we declutter and we get this organized, can you, you know, kind of promise me that if you go to buy something like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy, you know, this shirt. Well, is there a shirt at home that you're willing to release on the back end because you only have so much space and room for these things. Mm -hmm. And as we worked together and as we talked a lot of this stuff out, and there was a couple of sessions where we physically did not touch a thing. It was all a life coaching session. Like it was just talking. Like she just, mm -hmm. there was so much she needed to talk out. Um, but through the process, she got to the point where for months and months and months, she did not buy one thing, not one thing. And she was releasing stuff on the back end. 
And so every time I came and then she even got to the point where in between our sessions, she was doing it for herself. And oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And when I would show up, she would already have like a whole bag of stuff for me to take with me that day. And and so I I, I consider her honestly one of my biggest successes because it was such a shift and it took so long and I mean, when I say long, it was, it was just a few months, <laughs> but in the, or right. in your, when you're organizing, you know, four or five months, that's quite a bit of time to work with someone. Um, we would, you know, meet once a week or once every other week over that period of time. But by the end of it, you know, she was saving so much money on the back end because when we first started working together, like literally every time I would show up, the entire carport was full of boxes there were so many things being bought. Yes. And I think for a lot of us, we do that where we buy the stuff, we pull it out, we throw the box in the garage or in the wherever. And then we end up with this huge pile of boxes. And it's like, wait, did I even need all of that stuff? And we just, we never ask ourselves the questions. Do I actually need this? And and when I do go to buy it, does it have a place in my home? And if it doesn't, then why am I buying it? <laughs> like, you know, kind right. of those types of questions. So, yes, yeah. I've had clients um, where every time I went to do a session, um, there was a pile of boxes that I had to open up from Amazon before I could even get to the organizing because we had to figure out whether or not these items were things that she needed or they were being returned. And I've also helped load a full carload of returns because they were things that she had bought that did not fit and had to return them. Um, and, you know, we've done that twice. Um, so uh, that retail therapy can, can fit in your life if you're not overbuying you know, if, 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 I mean, Amazon is there and it's convenient for things that you might need, but when you have a pile that is filling your whole trunk and your whole back seat and they're all returns, um, it just becomes a big cycle, a big cycle. And, um, yeah, that's, we've got to figure out why, what is the need for that? And that will help the organizing as well is just knowing why you're buying, why you're buying and, um, and try to fill that need some other way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I've learned is, you know, and I know that this is a faith-based podcast, but mm -hmm. God is a good, a good yeah. filler of, of being able to fill that void. Um, and a lot of times also, you know, when we look at stuff or we ask ourselves questions, I think a lot of times we, we keep it kind of surface level and whatever that first answer is that comes to you, like maybe dive a little deeper, mm -hmm. give yourself, a, you know, mm -hmm. we don't, we don't give ourselves enough quiet time to hear our own thoughts. We're so occupied and, and have so much information coming at us. And we think like, oh, well, if we just want, you know, watch another thing or do another thing that that'll fix it. 
when really it's the exact opposite. We need that quiet time where we like the answers are inside of us. We mm-hmm. know the answers. Mm-hmm. It's just being willing to go there and do that deeper inner work and look at it. And what's beautiful about it is when that inner work is partnered with God, you learn how to give yourself grace mm-hmm. and you learn how to be like, okay, well, you know, I am a hot mess or I was a hot mess. I just needed to learn this. That's okay. It's part of the human experience. Okay. Let me learn this lesson and and let's move on from here. And, and, you know, we are allowed to make changes, but we've got a desire wanting a change and wanting a different outcome, or we're going to stay in that perpetual cycle, you know, over and over. Absolutely. Yeah. And thanks for coming back to that because that's also part of the mindset shift. Because if um, I went to a uh, dieting program, it was uh, first for health. And it also talked about the same thing. It's like, what do we go through to when we need comfort? We go to comfort foods for comfort. But if we went to God for that comfort, maybe we could replace that need of uh, food for God. And it's the same with what we were talking about. You know, when we need comfort instead of going to retail therapy or to food or whatever, you know, you go to or I go to, if we went to God, it would really, really help because, and that is a big mindset shift is knowing that he cares enough Mm -hmm. for all of that as well. Um, You know, he is our comfort. We have to see him as our comfort. And if we don't receive him as our comfort, then that is what we do. We will go to something else to try to find that comfort and we all know that our comfort will it'll just the cycle just keeps going unless we allow God to take that place in our our lives and I love that you said aloud because something that I've learned with God specifically at least in in my journey is that he's not going to force himself on us Mm -hmm. he is not he is not a forceful God. He is is, polite. Yes. He he's, he's a gentleman and he's like, you know, man, whatever, but he's Mm a, he's very gentle and, and quiet. And so he's going to be like, okay, you want to keep like, you have free will. So if your free will is that you want to keep down this path, I'm going to try to help you and guide you and, and all these things. But until you choose to receive me and let me help you. Right. That's where the key of, of letting him help. And it's a daily choice. Like there are some days that I wake up and I, you know, just being honest, like, I don't even think about God. I just start, Oh, got to get my kids to school and got to do this Mm -hmm. and got to do that. And like go going through the list. But then as soon as I start feeling myself getting frustrated and getting upset and getting jealous and like all those negative emotions, I'm like, oh, got to get back to some time with God because I've obviously not spent enough time with him this week kind of thing. Yeah. 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 It's just, and, and, and the thing is not only is he a patient, he will also, because I noticed in my Bible reading, 
um, when he told um, Simon he was going to deny him three times, he also told him, but when you get over it, mm -hmm. come back and we can press. Of course, he didn't say it in the words that I'm saying it, but mm -hmm. you can go back and read it. We can hit the reset button. Reset. You know, his grace and his mercy is sufficient. Uh, sometimes we can be stubborn, but he's still there waiting for us to come back and say, okay, I'm ready. Let's clean this mess up, whether it's our clutter. You know, that's why on my podcast, I say, um, I we're here to declutter your faith to declutter your home and to declutter your business because, um, and then there's that saying out there, it's progress, not perfection. God doesn't want us to be perfect. He wants us to come to him when we need help. Yeah. He came he for is the sick. our help. Yeah. In every and situation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and honestly, you know, I, I have learned over time. That's why I was saying what he taught me when it was just me and him and we were digging those roots together and, and figuring out my stuff and um, is literally like God is in every piece and, and we are in every piece. Like for me, if my head's not on right and things aren't going good on the inside, my business is not going good. And same with my home life as the mom and as the woman, I'm the thermostat of the home. So if I'm, if I'm in chaos, my kids can feel it. My husband can feel it. My, you know, in my business, I'm, I don't get as many leads. And like the more that I am in alignment with God and, and with myself and knowing like, all right, God, let's get this back on track. And like my heart's in the right place. And I'm desiring mm -hmm. that all of a sudden these other pieces start to fall back mm -hmm. into place. So I love that you say that it's about decluttering your faith, your your home, your business, your your everything, because it's all interwoven, mm -hmm. whether we want to admit it or not. Yes, it is. It is definitely awesome. Well, uh, I think we're, I don't know how long we've been talking, but I think we're going to wind it up. And I just wanted to say thank you again for uh, coming on my podcast. It's great to talk to like-minded people, whether it's in faith or in the organizing business. And uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, talking to us. Just let us know how they, uh, other listeners, sorry, I can't talk right now, but anyway, <laughs> you guys know I do that a lot. Um, just let our listeners know where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, so everything that I do is at proorganizerscoach.com. Um, it has the link to the podcast, which is, of course, is called Pro Organizers Coach. And I do a lot of, you know, I talk and teach for other organizers, but there's also a lot of like business stuff. So mm -hmm. after episode about 10, before that, it's literally just me teaching you how to start an organizing business. But after episode 10, the rest of them are interviews with, you know, like-minded people with um, hearing people's stories and coaching. And like, there's so many things, email marketing, you know, all the stuff that we love in business and in faith and in, in our lives. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you so much for having me on the show. Um, and for actual business related things, like to do the actual organizing 
Um, it's in Knoxville, Tennessee. So if you have any listeners in Knoxville, Tennessee that, you know, need some help decluttering and organizing their homes, I'm also available there. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate you and I thank you again. And I'm going to sign off.